0: This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. And we are back. I am Rich. And I am Paul. And this is the Great Disturbances podcast, where we're going to, today we're going to discuss The Light of the Jedi, the first of the High Republic novels. Yeah. And, uh, and I would like to say, Paul, ride the
1: storm. Ride the fucking storm, baby. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew is right.
0: <laughs> Definitely right. Yeah, so this was uh, this was the, f- and I, it occurred to me as I was reading it. Actually, I listened to it on, on an audiobook because that was the cheapest way for me to get it, which was, right. you know, or it was free. There's two free right. uh, two free uh, tokens or whatever the hell they are on Audible. But it occurred to me while we were, while I was listening to this that this takes place before the comic series because yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah like Skier like loses he, his arm he
1: gets his arm severed in that's, the story yeah that's where his
0: arm went that's <laughs> where
1: that went that son I of a wasn't bitch. wondering.
0: <laughs> yeah so I don't have a plot summary. I, I was. Jesus shit. I know, I was a lazy son of a bitch. I know, I know, man. I know.
1: Fucking disappointed. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face, dude.
0: Disappointed. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm going to cop the Wikipedia plot summary. Do it. So that's what we're. That's what I'm going to do with this. Do it. And then we can. Then we can jump in.
1: And now the unpatented, <laughs> uh, public, publicly available, <laughs> impossible to patent. Uh, summary by Rich Davenport, <laughs> but actually by some other dude on the internet, right, <laughs> by Rich Davenport.
0: Pro- probably several dudes on the internet. Yeah. yeah, The Legacy Run, a cargo and passenger ship, speeds through hyperspace and collides with an unexpected obstacle, shattering its hull into several pieces. The debris from the large vessel begins to emerge from hyperspace at different locations and points in time across the galaxy, causing chaos in shipping routes and disastrous loss of life where the pieces impact occupied planets. The Jedi, led by Avar Chris, attempt to aid the citizens of the Hetzal system to escape disaster, and they use the force to reroute a piece of the legacy run containing dangerous gas away from an impacting sun, which would have caused a supernova explosion. Republic Chancellor Lena So postpones the opening ceremonies for the newly completed Starlight Beacon and asks the Jedi. With or tasks the Jedi with discovering the cause of the emergences and finding a way to predict the next events. As they search the galaxy for answers, the pirate group known as the Nihil seek to to take advantage of the closed hyperspace lanes. Martian Rowe who holds the title of the eye of the Nihil, has devised a way to predict the path of the next emergence and manipulates the Nihil leaders, the Tempest Runners, into a scheme to blackmail the planets who will soon be destroyed by the debris. The Tempest Runners soon begin to fight with each other and greed overtakes them. One of them reveals his presence to the Republic during a failed blackmail attempt and the Nihil are confronted in space by the Republican Jedi fighters. Martian Rowe uses the infighting to seize control of the Nihil organization. Marshan Rowe sends Nihil forces to the planet Alfrona to kidnap a Jedi family for his own secret purposes. Jedi Master Loden Greatstorm and his Padawan Bell Zetifar foil the attempt, but Loden Greystar is captured in his stead. Marshan Rowe confesses to Greatstorm that he orchestrated the Legacy Run's hyperspace accident in order to create the chaos which led to his new control of the Nihil. He has plans, his more plans for the Jedi and the Nihil that have yet to be revealed. When the emergencies cease, Lena So reopens the hyperspace lanes and launches the opening of the Starlight Beacon in an attempt to restore hope to the galaxy. Hope. Wait a minute. I know that. That's I know that an word for somewhere. important
1: way. word to Star Wars.
0: <laughs> That's what you
1: hey, you don't get to use that word. That's our word. <laughs> That's our what? word. So, my first question. Yeah. In the context of this book. Mm-hmm what does the title of the book mean to you?
0: That's a tough one. I've been trying to figure out what that is. Yeah. There are, there are several references to the um, by the lights and stuff like that, um, which I think is more of an exclamation than anything. Yeah. But other than that, there's not really any direct reference to the title or, what it might mean
1: or 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 what it yeah that so uh i didn't mean to but i suppose it was kind of mis- a leading question uh, uh, no my worries. first question was that i i didn't understand why the title was the title not yeah. that it's a not that it's a bad title i guess but mm-hmm. also like it both told me nothing going in but also on the way out i was like what did the title have to do with the story yeah you know
0: yeah it, I thought- I felt like it could have been like, like I almost feel like they should have tried to make this a little more like the movie titles. Like I think that's where they were going with it. The light of the Jedi attack of the clones, you know, stuff like that. The blah. Yeah. Right. Empire Strikes Back, you know, things like that, like, you know, like active titles. But I think that like, I think that they probably could have done a little something different with it. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more descriptive to what was going on, like uh, the Nihil attack or something like that. Or like, yeah,
1: uh, yeah I don't know. I, I don't know. It gets to me that the question and then where you went with it just now kind of gets me to the place where I was about this book okay. because I enjoyed the storytelling. Mm-hmm. I am not sure where I would rate the book overall, I think. And yeah. the reason I say that is it feels and, and so this is this, Charles Sowell is the author. Yeah. But there's there's like a there's like a triumvirate, only whatever that word is for five people, right? right. Of writers.
0: <laughs> a pentaverate.
1: A pentaverate. <laughs> a pirate uh to a, a group of pirates. It's a pirate pirates who write the leader pirates, (laughs) Um, Uh,
0: author pirates,
1: author pirates, five author pirates who are working on this, like this high Republic stuff. Right. And, and uh, above and beyond that, I'm sure there were other, there there were and are, and will be many, many, many other voices in the room cooks in the kitchen, whatever of, of what's going on here. And so to me, I kind of left the novel with the sense that it was a little bit more like the first three issues or whatever of a comic book arc, but the arc wasn't done yet. Yeah. Like the, the novel didn't have quite as much encapsulation to it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like it was. It's like it was, like laid out from the outset of like there. There are going to be eight books, and -hmm. in the first book we're going to do blah, and Mm -hmm. the second book we're going to do blah, but then like somewhere along the way, this feels weird to criticize it this way because, I like on a nuts and bolts level, I enjoyed the storytelling, right? But like at the at the next level up is where I'm I'm a little bit like confused here because like. It almost didn't feel complete necessarily as as kind of able to be its own book, I guess. Right. I mean it was a book and I yeah, I enjoyed it, but I did it didn't like it's not something's something's missing here a well, little bit.
0: Yeah, it's dependent on what comes
1: next. Yeah.
0: In order for us to get the full story. Like and I've
1: which and I've, I mean that makes sense. I mean yeah, and I've I've read plenty of multi novel series of books this one was uniquely to me uniquely not encapsulated as a first book of the series okay right to me right to me so so yeah. for you it
0: didn't tell enough of a completed story with teases for you know what comes next it just felt like maybe the first chapter in uh trade paperback
1: or something like that so, right? it's something like that so let me ask you this yeah not trying to be leading but kind of think about it. who How is the dare he- you <laughs> who, who who is the hero of this story
0: fine that's a that's a really good question that's a really good question um you know i mean it could be graybeard but like it's not at, at varying right. times you, it's, like it's, it could be great Greatstorm.
1: Or, it could yep. be our Chris.
0: Grey, yeah, great. Yeah, great. Storm, not Graybeard.
1: <laughs> not Graybeard.
0: <laughs> Who the fuck is Graybeard?
1: It could be. It could be Gandalf the Gray. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, Gandalf he, the Gray. Uh, that's it. Gandalf uh, yeah. the Gray. Yes, that would <laughs> be name ones.
0: You're right. You're absolutely right. There's no. There's no solid. There's it, no. There's no POV character, right?
1: It, yeah, there was. There was. There was like, I didn't feel like I oh. was for any of the characters, and I. I mean, these are great Jedi characters. I think. Yeah. And and other characters too, but the, the Jedi especially are are like the, the big stars of the show. But like it didn't, I didn't quite feel like I lived in anybody's head. Yeah. Very much, you know. Not not I for mean, very long. Yeah. Not for very long. And so and so, even though this guy Bell fire goes from Padawan to to Knight in the course of this story. Yeah. And his last sort of his last trial thing is to like leap out of his vector and save a a little girl falling from a, a ship. Yes, and he and he had been unable to like use the force to cushion his falls and that stuff, and that like like this is again it was like individually at the story nuts and bolts level, I like that because you see several times he doesn't do the fall thing right, Mm -hmm. he's and he's nervous about it, and then you see the resolution to it, you see the perspective shift in his own head of like ah when I'm using the force I'm doing this. I'm connected with this 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 girl. I'm saving her. I'm, I have a purpose here, right. and that kind of for him unlocks the touching that part of the force that gets him past the fear and to land his his mega jump out of the sky. Right. right. So little of the book was about him that, like, clearly it wasn't his journey.
0: Right. This wasn't his story.
1: Yeah. I felt and like so, it could have so, been though. I mean, it could be, and it, you know, by the end, it may turn out that Bell is like the number one Jedi guy right of the whatever who knows right there's there's lots of plans i'm sure well, i i know that there are lots of plans <laughs> but and then you you also you get this feeling that of our chris is very important but <sighs> she almost she, she too you almost don't get to live inside her head very well either. No, you know, you, you get some, you get some stuff for sure, right. Yeah, but it's Little not flashes. enough. It's not enough to feel like there's a perspective right here. And so, and, and think of, and, and when I think of, other things, so think of things like I've, I've read six or seven of the wheel of time novels and not that I want to compare this to those because I actually would, I I do not want Star Wars to turn into Wheel of Time stuff because I I kind of don't like those books. Okay. But it took me like 4000 pages worth of reading to realize I didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that's kind of the length you deal with on those. But <laughs> but with those each one each book was a little more encapsulated and you had you you had a very strong feeling from the outset the author was telling you this is about this guy And then like, like parts of the story can be with his friends and his allies and his enemies and that kind of stuff. But you know that the world is kind of swirling around this guy and all the things are like channeling through this guy's path through the world, you know? Right. Sure. But I don't like, there doesn't feel like there's a path here. Yeah. Yeah, I kept. That so, that's that's kind of where I land on this one. Yeah, I think
0: it kind of it kind of is off-putting that you don't have a POV character, that you don't have a character that you can relate to, and see the story through their eyes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's yeah. always there's always that character. There's always that one character that you're supposed to identify with. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to. You know, you're supposed kind to of, be able to see yourself in Luke, you yeah. know, you're supposed to be able to see yourself in Anakin, you're supposed to be able to see yourself in Obi-Wan, you know, I mean, and and I don't feel like I was placed in this world by any one
1: character. Yeah, the, and it, like, it's like the perspectives didn't. Build either. So, in other words, mm-hmm. the first half of the book is the first emergence stuff. Yeah, like it was huge. right. Like it's it just huge. a lot of time on. They that. did like each chapter was like fifty-two minutes until impact. <laughs> yes. 50, like it was. I was like, they were taking a lot of time with this. It's clearly very important. Right. I don't know if I would have taken this much time with this thing. You know who knows. Um, <clears throat> but, but it was like it was like right away there were eight or however many like paths, parallel paths going on. Right. Whereas like the things that make me comfortable as a reader is where like, I start on one path and the paths that spawn kind of spawn from that path a little bit mm-hmm. when you get to the parallel paths of story. Right. Right. But this one was like, there were all like, there were like six different things happening and they were just, it felt like they were just going go yeah and six six parallel tracks are happening right Right. away right um man i feel really weird saying this too because i am looking forward to the next book right Right. yeah i want to i want to keep experiencing the story yeah absolutely i I feel the same way yeah i really do and maybe maybe this is helping me sort of reevaluate how i think of maybe novels altogether it's been Hmm. maybe it's been a year since i read a novel i don't know god Wow. Yeah, I, I can't like, and I, I I know I don't need to say sorry to anybody, but I feel like saying <laughs> sorry to like Charles Soul or whoever because like this is this is a good work. I think yeah. it's a good work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of great stuff in it. There's too. a I'm,
1: lot of great stuff yeah. and a lot of great paths being laid, mm-hmm. and at the same time, as its own thing. I can't like I'm I'm entirely like it, it only serves to like shove me toward more things right you know
0: I think what this I think the problem the only problem that I found with this book is that it is for lack of a better word it's an expository dump mm. the, the whole thing is yeah. set to tell us who these characters are and where their places are within this world that we're setting up and i wonder if when we get to that next book if we you know whether we do it next or we do it you know three months from now whatever but when we get to that next book i think we're going to see maybe a little more focus mm-hmm. and i think that i think that the i think that charles soul is kind of the perfect person to do something like this because when you look at his work in that vader series Like the the world building that he did there that kind of created like this, this pocket that Vader lived in, you know what I mean? Like this this pocket that we knew nothing about really, for all intents and purposes and just kind of manipulating that so that it all kind of fit, you know, and telling the story on kind of a grander
1: scale. He's good at that. You know, he's really good. And you know what? He is not the author of the next book in the series.
0: Right. That's right. Yeah.
1: Not that that's. I mean, they uh, clearly they're all collaborating with one another. Right. Uh, as they go through, could be a very different experience anyway, just because of where it is in the story and the author and all that kind of stuff too. Right. But you. But you are right too. Is that there's like, especially because this is sort of the opening salvo of the High Republic as a thing. Mm-hmm. There. There's world building. There's like establishment things that have to be set up, like. what it's what it feels like this is because this is the disney lucas merger view of star wars now right right right. and chuck all the rest of canon that was canon before take the films as your starting point and now build more stuff and then whatever maybe whatever games a few games here and there right but you do get this like i got the sense from this novel that the Republic is maybe younger than the other Republic. Yeah. In other words, the, the old, Republic the of canon. the, the old Canon Republic was, yeah, you know, tens of thousands of years old or however that many, that was right. Right. The, the Exar Kun and Ula Keldrama were like 5,000 years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. A thousand generations or whatever it was. Yeah.
1: And, and it, well, yeah. And whereas in this book, it's like, I think it was mentioned or hinted at that. It's like, it's maybe a couple of centuries that they've been sort of gluing the Republic together. Right. It seems like maybe I could be totally wrong about that, but it didn't feel, it didn't seem like there has been a thousand generations of, of things happening right here. There's, I should have written it down because there was, I think there were two points where I was like, ah, this is telling me that this world I don't think is as old as other star Wars pre pre Disney star Wars. Yeah they, I made, think so.
0: yeah. they made mention to things like the great Sith war and that yeah. sort of thing, which it seems like it was relatively recent because, yeah. you know, they're talking about like, this is kind of the recovery period after the way that they were describing yeah. it. So, so whatever great Sith war happened, this is, you know, this isn't that it's, far removed it's, from it's more
1: recent than the yeah. old canon civil Sith War stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Did you notice exactly. too that there was I think one of the one of the Jedi um the one the one that what's his name? Oh the one that Skir really protected a few times. Dora Mali, that's her name. Yeah, yep. She she had a lightsaber crystal that was taken from a saber spear, a Sith Saber spear. Oh yeah. And she healed the crystal. She purged it of the pain, oh, right? Because yeah. Sith are supposed to like make the crystals bleed, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this one was a great callback to that that little arc of the Vader series, yep. where she recovered the crystal from a saber spear and then bled it out, got the pain out of it, back into a good guy crystal or whatever, right?
0: That's interesting because Charles Soule then is the person that 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 told us why Sith sabers are all red. Yeah. And he also told us that kyber crystals kyber, kyber crystals are alive and they can be healed yeah. and brought back from you know being blood red or whatever. Yeah. Pretty fucking
1: cool. So he's right? yeah, that's really cool. That's like <laughs> that's like that's like a new thing ish. Right. 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 You didn't I don't think we had that in previous canon. Not at that all. I can that think. It feels of. like a it feels like a an an innovation yeah. canon wise in the yeah, story So and that. I like I like that i like that
0: yeah it's good stuff there i mean there there was there was a lot of good stuff in this book yeah a lot of like little little details that i've always thought okay right like this Mm -hmm. is kind of cool like the there were they made mention of like jedi romance novels early on remember you remember that part like like Mm -hmm, people were mm -hmm. reading about jedi romance novels and i'm like okay that's that's an that's a neat little like well, obviously, people are reading things. What do they read? Yeah, do they read Jedi romance novels. Now, obviously, and, and,
1: and, and like great, Jedi right? are Jedi are like among the most interesting things in the galaxy,
0: right? So yeah,
1: yeah there's going to be novels about them all over the place. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. That is good stuff. The, there was also uh, speaking of Jedi romance. There's also, of course, the hints of like of Chris and Elzar Man, like. No, we're Jedi. We can't do this kind of stuff, right? There's right. a couple of moments of that too. So, leaning, leaning right into that too, guys. But no, but no mention of a Jedi code yet, even. No, but I think there was. I think you're right. Yeah, but there was, but they clearly knew that they weren't supposed to do it. Right. But yeah, I don't think there was like a. And it's Section Eight, subsection four of the code. <laughs> right. No, no banging your saber buddies. The you <laughs> saber buddies. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be in saber buddies. <laughs> oh, and there's also the two Santeca characters. Yeah, gay. Really, super yeah. gay, super gay.
0: Uh, you know what? I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, like the they were. Uh,
1: yeah, they were gay. Okay. Um, well, so cool. I don't think there were. I don't think there were family. <laughs> but also, well, <laughs> one of them. At least one of them was a Santeca, whatever right. that is. But I'm L- pretty sure that it was a gay. It tended to be a gay relationship.
0: Okay. Lore. Lor Santeca is a character that appears at the very beginning of The Force Awakens. He's the person that gives the uh, information to Podamron about where to find Luke Skywalker or
1: whatever. Yeah.
0: So the Santeca clan—they're—they're they're tying that into the sequel trilogy.
1: They're so they are—they're—they're they're like navigator people. Yeah, and they which makes sense
0: why it would have the maps. Yeah, later
1: and it makes sense why they—they they know hyperspace stuff, and then why their sister or mom or whoever this person mm-hmm. is is the woman who can unravel the paths, like yeah, which I guess are the hyperspace of hyperspace kind of. I'm not sure how to think of those. It's I think it's, you know what I mean, like yeah. It's like, it's like the, it's like there's hyperspace lanes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you have to kind of discover those before you can make good use of hyperspace. Right. But then there are the paths, which is like the cheater way through hyperspace. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. You know what I mean? Like right. you can you can jump between lanes, I guess, or something like that.
0: So there were there were quite a few interesting things about hyperspace that were dropped yeah. in this, like like yeah. the, like hyperspace was sick like yeah like, like that's interesting like that like it was it was misaligned obviously right but like mm. characterizing it as hyperspace is sick like yeah. it's a living thing and if it's a living thing that's another interesting thing that's another it, interesting thing because if it is then are we just are we being the you know the the people that use it not me and you we oh, yeah, obviously we don't use hyperspace but you know well, what I mean. you, like, well if, you don't but right. yeah oh, i, can, oh, I sure, what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. right yeah yeah you know i've got i got my hyperspace license revoked. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um but if if it's a living thing what's the trade-off for it to be like yeah come on ride on my trails to get to ride, your places faster right ride my dusty trails. <laughs> right, was ride. <laughs>
1: because like you I'm sure you remember there was a there was a subplot in Star Trek the next generation mm-hmm. about Them using warp too much, right? And it wrecking subspace, yeah. So, like, I had thoughts about that when they're talking about hyperspace being sick and all this other kind of stuff. Where, like, yeah, like, is are are they abusing hyperspace somehow, right?
0: Yeah, is it symbiotic though? Maybe, maybe hyperspace, maybe hyperspace
1: needs creatures to trap traverse it, yeah, yeah, maybe it does, yeah, maybe, maybe hyperspace can't exist almost unless it has creatures traversing it or something i don't know there's 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 i mean uh, clearly the what's what's interesting about the star wars universe is they have hyperspace right so they can travel faster than light Mm -hmm. and they have drives that they know can put them in hyperspace but they don't understand hyperspace at all no no they're like they're like yeah we go to places, but hyperspace, I don't really know what it is. You know what I mean?
0: Well, it's, it's each hyperspace lane is kind of its own reality. Practically. Yeah.
1: Which is what, they, which is what they said. Yeah. But, but. It's fucking clearly mind that's, though, right? Clearly that's clearly that's meant to be baffling. Right. Right. It's not, it's explaining by, by making it so mind bending as to not explain, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what your take was on that. I was like, "Holy shit! What?" I, yeah. I actually wrote that down. Holy shit! What? <laughs> yeah. The, each each lane or each whatever being its own reality. Like, to, to me, it struck me as like we're trying to push away an actual explanation of what it might be. Gotcha. Okay. Because sure. because like it's kind of it seems to be intended to be mysterious. Because but, like but I don't know hackable, that
0: like you can hack it too. Yeah, so, like
1: what? Like, like <laughs> the paths, like whatever this, this uh, Santeca woman who can like do the paths between them, like, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and figure that out. Like, how, how is she doing that? How can she understand that? <laughs> you know, like I don't know. It, it like I hope there's more explanation because you're because you're totally right each lane being its own reality or whatever, like blows my mind yeah. in a, in like a cool way. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. I, like what, like, and then what was interesting to me too, was like the ship has to swerve out of the way of the, the knee hill uh, thing at the beginning. Right. And then it emerges from hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Like why did it, why did it dump out of hyperspace? Was it because it broke apart and the drive stopped working?
0: Did it dump out of hyperspace because it hit like the edge of the hyperspace lane? But I mean,
1: like, see, that's the thing is like, what, what does it mean to have an edge to a thing that is its own reality? Like, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, is it, is hyperspace a tube? And well if you see, stick that's... your arm out if you stick your arm out far enough your fingers are going to poke out of hyperspace and they'll you know come I mean? right
0: like, off i don't <laughs> oh no like, like sticking your arm out the bust window right <laughs> like oh okay so the the way that i was thinking about it as i was reading about this and yeah. and and i'm charles soul i'm fucking i'm sorry dude i'm really <laughs> fucking sorry but this is how I was visualizing it yeah in finding nemo there's yeah, the, the current, the, the right? current, the right. turtles go in. yeah, right. The turtles are in the current and they they dump out and like they are out of that tube. They're that like, tube, right, yeah, yeah. And that's all I could think of as this is kind of going on, and it, right? And
1: it seems like that's kind of what it is because. <laughs> Sorry about that. Don't edit that. Leave my little squeaky yawn in there. Yeah, we leave your um, yawn in there. Oh, you got? No, nah, I'm kidding. You can do oh. whatever. Uh, that's fine. That was, that was, that's the picture I kind of worked with when I thought, oh, so you can, you can like, you know, oopsie daisy, I'm out of hyperspace now. Right. And then I also don't necess- I mean, it's, I think it's all, it's all, it's all part of the thing of Star Wars not being hard sci-fi. Right. 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 Which is like, okay. So if you emerge from hyperspace, like apparently you are going like at the speed of light or whatever or very close to it right or something along those lines something along those lines right <laughs> yeah. but but what does that mean if hyperspace is a new reality and you're blasting along at way faster than light speed or maybe you're not because maybe in this reality distance has an entirely different meaning you mm-hmm. know what i mean like maybe maybe in that reality like everything is like distorted and stretched and squished in such a way that like Moving, moving, moving ten feet there is like a hundred million miles in real space. But maybe it's not even a straight line. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's a lot of maybes there. It's a, it's a lot of maybes there because yeah. they're they're intentionally not explaining what it is. Right. But they're giving you bits because when you emerge from it, you're apparently getting shunted along at like near light speed out of the lane. There. Maybe
0: that's why when when. Ships are arriving. That kind of you have that kind of effect in the movies where it's like, oh, the- you know, they just kind of pop right yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I, I rewatched Rogue One the other day. I don't remember what day it was. I rewatched Rogue One for some reason, but well, because it was there. And just as a side note, I was very disappointed that we didn't get to see the Death Star come out of hyperspace they mentioned that it drops out of hyperspace but we didn't get to see it and i i thought about like our conversation a while ago where you know what what would that do to you know reality to have a giant moon-sized ship just show up you know (laughs) but anyway that's a sidebar um that i thought i'd bring up what did you think of the nihil as the main villain type characters
1: I like this is this is something where I think that that, that the the series and Charles Soule here did a good job. I think in terms of like they like they they were made to be more menacing toward the end than they ever were at the beginning. Right, and and like it wasn't like the nihil emerged from the outer rim as this enormous dangerous thing right away. It was mm-hmm. like a pack of fucking people that like if, <laughs> that if they, if they didn't have the paths, like the Republic would mop them up, right. You know what I mean, but they started to learn to coordinate to use the paths to do things, or they got abused into it by the one guy, right by Martian Rowe. but then 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 you see Martian Rowe's machinations start to like s- they start. Mm-hmm. Toward the end of the the book. Right. When you right. is when you is when you kind of get a sense of like, whoa, this is this is way more dangerous. It's or it's going to become way more dangerous to the galaxy at large. Right. Than it was at first. Because at first it was like uh raiders who stayed in the outer rim because they couldn't really take on anybody else, you know. Right.
0: Rando pirates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That piece, I think, for me was a good thing of like this this is a great way to like evolve a menace in a series because I very clearly it's clear to me, probably to you too, that the next book is going to have like, well, these guys are way bad and powerful and we should be scared of them.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder how big that organization is, how big that group is. I mean, they encompass yeah. like all types of different, you know, species and, I, and, and, and or, did i read this wrong did they do, are they are they like fusing metal onto them onto their bodies like like mechanics onto their bodies
1: i don't know what the deal with that was so that was in there right that like something something like that i'm not right. sure hmm. i did I, I yeah i didn't quite understand that and and the also the thing too is that like the, toward the end they they talk about somebody talks about maybe it's martian rome maybe it's somebody else talks about how it's gonna be a lot easier to recruit people now too. So they're gonna their organization's gonna grow. Gotcha. They're gonna they're gonna yeah. have more recruits because people will see that the that the Nihil can just go and do whatever they want, right. Which will of course attract people to to join up and be that same thing, right? Yeah. Just just yeah. go do whatever we want, fuck up stuff and have fun, right?
0: They make me think of the Reavers from the X-Men comics in the eighties, I wanna say, back when the X-Men were in the Outback. And they were this—they were this half human, half half robot group that uh, Donald Pierce had brought together. Donald Pierce from the Hellfire Club, he had brought them all together. They were all victims of Wolverine that had like replaced their damaged bits with like you know metallic machine appendages stuff, yeah. or whatever. But that's what they remind me of—that like like this group that like maybe has like a a chip on its shoulder about Mm. whatever you know yeah like they don't want they don't want to be a part of the the republic they don't want to have anything to do with the jedi they mock the uh we are all the republic thing at one point when oh god what the hell was it at the end of uh it was pretty close to the end of the book where like somebody was going to rescue somebody or something and one of the one of the one of the bad guys one of the one of the nihil like mutters or like snarks that like saying that we are all the Republic thing. Like (laughs) we are all the Republic, you know, like it's like they don't care about anything. And in fact, I'm going to say something that's maybe a little bit controversial. They ride the storm. They ride the storm. They, uh, they don't want anything to do with like a big government. They don't want anything to do with like the mainstream. They remind me of the QAnon people to a certain fucking degree and i wonder if that's intentional i I read a quote from charles soul that said something along the lines of and i know i'm misquoting this but something along the lines of i i hope that people can find themes in this book appropriate to when they're reading it and when it was written and all i could think of was like now obviously it wasn't oh, written shit. like right up until the you know the january 6th insurrection thing but right like but um there was that there was that that whole thing was brewing from like 17 was, on yeah you know? it was brewing for years so, yeah so like this it feels a little bit like that could you know what i mean very
1: much be that
0: and i part of me really wow. hopes that it is because it's kind of an admonition of it really yeah. which i fucking
1: love i love that but yeah i do too yeah. That's a that's a great point. I had I didn't I nowhere close to made that connection. But now like I'm gonna be reading these pieces <laughs> going forward with like QAnon stuck in my head. Right. Or the the worst elements of it or whatever, whatever, whatever however you want to phrase that. Sure. As like a a motivator for that author to for Charles soul to like draw from in making right. Yeah. Man. Good point.
0: The more I read of of Charles Soule, the more I like what he does.
1: Yeah, I I really dig his writing style. Yeah, oh, yeah, I absolutely do.
0: One other thing I wanted to talk about what did you think of how they describe interactions with the Force in this book?
1: This one was super interesting and cool because it was like all the Jedi have their own lens on it. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. Var Chris hears music.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The other guy, one of the guys, has like a—I uh, forget what—but it, it was a, it was a totally different lens on it, mm-hmm. right? And somebody else felt like water and tides and waves and stuff like that yep. is like a very like, and so like, and and until she could hear the song, she couldn't like figure out the thing. Yeah. And then the song sort of she heard the song, and then she could like do her
0: thing yeah. better. That
1: was that was a—I thought that was really cool. And I, I like, I hope they delve way more into the Force stuff like that. First, like, for sure. That would be, to me, that would be kind of like my number one thing. I almost don't care about, or, or not, I shouldn't say I don't care. I care less about, you know, what does this mean for 200 years before, you know, a phantom menace and where do we find this and that plot thread and whatever. But like, mm-hmm. if, if there's a, if there's a broader, bigger, sharper better picture drawn of the force or or more perspectives added to what the force is to me that'd be a huge win
0: definitely yeah
1: for, for both of us it's a it continues to be sort of the mystery that we ponder yep of the star wars mythos you know what i mean agreed there
0: there's so many things in this book that actually like kind of play to Things that we've talked about, like using the force in different ways, like yeah. there was, they went fishing and use the use the force to catch a fish or something yeah. like that at one point. And the the one that I absolutely love is I think it was Graystorm, right? It was Graystorm was chasing the uh, the Nihil that had kidnapped that family, and mm-hmm. they were on these they called them steedies I think, or something like that. Oh yeah, and he was communicating to his mount through the force like constantly saying things like we're going to do great things and we're going to you know that you're, you're you and I are we're, we're together on this and you're not alone and you're doing great and all this stuff just like reassuring it you know yeah. the whole time yeah and two things that that I thought of there I thought of I thought of Jin Sakai talking to his horse yeah you're, you're a good horse no yeah. one day we're gonna take a ride just you and me yeah. things like that right and then the other thing I thought of was Obi-Wan uh, riding that lizard thing on Geonosis or wherever it was, was that mm. Geonosis? That was Geonosis. No, it, was,
1: right? it was, uh, where the hell planet was that? No, it was Utapau, right? Utapau, yeah, he, yeah, where he faces off against Grievous, yeah, yeah,
0: yep, where he's riding that thing. And as he's riding it up the wall, I mean, this is a wild creature that he just like tamed, he didn't tame yeah. it, he communicated with it. He was like, Yeah, hey, you want to help me, you know, go hey, take out yeah, some I gotta, bad guys?
1: I gotta climb this thing. Can you climb it, maybe? I yeah, yeah, yeah. It? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He's, and, and that's kind yeah. of the, that's kind of the communication that he had yeah. with that. was like hey do you want to maybe like later he gets a different cd and he's like hey do you want to maybe help me go get some bad guys yeah and the cd's like fuck yeah let's go catch some bad guys some bad know? guys <laughs> yeah this and i vision, I, I, yeah. I loved that i loved that that, that, that there, yeah like, it, because it informs like something that happens later even with with obi-wan riding that other creature although there is the why couldn't maybe anakin just wasn't good at this or maybe you know obi-wan wasn't as good at it but oh, like, right. in that genosis scene where like the creatures uh, are gonna eat him. yeah they're yeah. gonna eat i mean why couldn't they just be like hold up fucker hold, hold, hold up. up
1: be my friend giant monster that, creature
0: do you want to you know avenge yourself against your uh your evil masters come with me <laughs> you know like yeah something but but you know i mean there's always little plot holes like that but yeah, I I love the way the force was handled in this. I love yeah, the Nihil. I think yeah. Nihil are fucking interesting as hell. Just the yeah. idea that you've got Ugnots and fucking Athorians working together and like fusing metal things onto their fucking bodies to yeah. do, to do bad shit, you know? <laughs> like Yeah. Like uh,
1: this th- to me this and this is why I keep having this is why at the kind of at the beginning of the episode I keep ha- I kept having this like Two levels to my critique right yeah because at the low level of like the, the details and the sense of what's coming i'm excited as hell yeah it was just some of the structural things at that at that other level or that other layer that were tripping me up a little bit but yeah like i said before don't get me wrong i'm i'm 100 buying the next novel in this series nice and reading it when it comes nice for sure
0: It uh, you know it reminds me of comic books at least in the uh, early aughts right where like they called it writing for the trade where you'd like write in arcs and and like one issue didn't really tell a complete story you had to get all seven issues to get the entire story there's nothing Mm. that was encapsulated like there were you know threads that were laid down at the beginning and then you you know you they wrapped up by the end of that arc or whatever that's what this reminded me of which maybe it's the comic reader in me that was kind of okay with it you know yeah that was like you know this is how it should go you know yeah but yeah man good stuff. speaking of
1: which yeah or sort of speaking of whatever we should figure out speaking of speaking of whatever either this or not this while we're on the topic of not that speaking of a or not a one of the two things potentially b, two categories in all of existence (laughs) things that are this and things that are not this um we figure out what we're gonna do next
0: (laughs) yes we do yes we do
1: so one thing i'm curious about i know there is the high republic comic series that's out Yes, and I don't even know how many issues are out. I don't know if the first arc is even completed yet or not.
0: We've got five issues. I've got three of them, I think, sitting here that I have not plunged the code in for yet. I haven't even read them, honestly. Okay, but so we have five issues. I don't know if that's it, does it's, it. That's a rap- an arc. That usually is about what an arc is. Um, I think it's, it might be typically a it's six,
1: or right? It can
0: um, it can vary, but it like five to six issues is about an arc.
1: I like so so for me if there if we had an arc or most of an arc of the comic I would be I would be curious to like follow like up it. our follow up our read of the novel with the stuff that's the stuff that's in the comics right yeah. to me that would be one path of of an option
0: of, yeah of i've what got we're doing. Uh, i've got 5 issues here let's see what the uh most recent issue says, sometimes they will say on the title page. It says, yeah,
1: blah, blah, blah part 506 or, or whatever.
0: Yeah, or something along this line. Yeah, this is it just this chapter five, Attack of the Huts." Let's see. Maybe we'll see at the end. And it says to be continued. So I think there's probably another issue after this. There's another issue
1: in at least one more before we get to full arc. Yeah. Okay. So that's possibility but also keeping in mind that there's not a full arc out there yet so right okay if if we want to do a short issue
0: a short episode at one point here we could talk about a little something that just came out that i have not yet read it's the uh, first issue of the war of the bounty hunters and uh, this is a big old like big old crossover between all of the Com- main star oh. Wars comics oh it's gonna be like it just started though so i don't know if that's something that we'll want to maybe hold on that's, for later or whatever
1: let's let's put that as an option let's do let's do like maybe that as a as a smaller episode but kind of a kickoff of that just right? do the one yeah yeah okay because that'll give me a good excuse to catch back up to the other series yeah because <laughs> i think i'm one or two issues behind on the main star wars and darth vader series now same um, <laughs>
0: It's been insane the last couple of weeks yeah, the uh, really last couple of months really,
1: but so I have my lucky force flipper coin okay, and we have war of the bounty hunters as let's call that heads okay, and then we have maybe oh. the, the most of the arc of the higher public comics as the tails or yeah.
0: It's going to be issues one through six is the first arc. So when
1: is, when does six come? Do you know six
0: will be out? I got all the info, man. I got it all. Richie knows, little, man. I Richie knows. the Think comic bookie app here. That'll tell me what I need to know. Our Republic six comes out June 30th. Yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. So
0: okay. Maybe we could wait until June 30th and do that one.
1: We could do that. that. Them. That one, that one will be a good one. I think we should keep that in the hopper. I like that. But so we have War of the Bounty Hunters. Do we have any other options? Do we have any other thoughts? I think what was what was one of the hangers on from last time because we've had various things pop up.
0: I think we had from a certain point of view stories. Oh yes, pop yes, yes. Up. We could always do another one of the movies, or we could do some of the some of the TV shows. They've got that new Bad Batch show that came out.
1: What? Although, let me let me propose this.
0: I'm already married, Paul. Oh, I see. Oh, okay.
1: Will you marry me? Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: (laughs) What about? Hell yeah. We get to watch more movies and play video games. You know, fuck a lot. (laughs) Um, uh, What about The Force Awakens?
0: Oh. Oh, okay.
1: Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens. Episode
0: 7. Throw us into a. A, it could, a, an it era could, that we haven't really played with
1: could, could it, it would shift the gears a little bit into because mm-hmm. we haven't done any of the sequel movies Mm-mm. no uh, yeah there are you novels? know what i'd be okay with think, that because there are novels and comics in that era or preceding that era too that we could mm-hmm. if we if we find ourselves stuck on themes we could dive into that too
0: okay yeah and a lot of those comics i'm actually all of those comics that they did for the the resistance era are on marvel unlimited so we should be able to booyah dive into that if we need to
1: okay so we got heads for bounty hunter war of the bounty hunters right Tails for the force awakens That's a big one Whew. all right
0: the remake <sighs> of star uh, wars a new hope
1: <laughs> a new hope awakens a new hope awakens okay and now we let the force decide Came up heads. Which one was heads? Heads was the bounty hunters thing. Oh, okay. Sweet. That's, that's, uh, that's good. But like, we, we got to keep the force. I'm like, I'm starting to feel that itch for a film again. Okay. So let's keep force awakens kind of in the hopper too, along with the comics that we discussed there.
0: I can dig it. All right. So we'll just do what our next episode then will be a mini episode, either a candy or something or whatever. And we'll, uh, I'll get that code thrown into my Comicsology so that you can Download that and read it And then we will Chit chat about that shit All right Charles soul we really dig on you man This is yeah. good stuff
1: Good stuff man good stuff. Really is good stuff
0: Absolutely All right well thanks for listening Jeff uh, Jeff while you're at it man Tell some of your friends to listen to us Yeah too, geez man damn, We're not,
1: We are not making <laughs> enough money on this yet <laughs>
0: I gotta buy new underwear. I, got, I quit my job to do this. I,
1: full
0: time. <laughs> oh God, how sad would that be? Right? Uh, <laughs> be like, you quit, quit your job. You get like five fucking downloads a week. <laughs> God damn it! Oh. <laughs> Podbean is given you like sixty-three cents an episode. Here you go, buddy. Ah, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> gonna go get my fish sandwich from McDonald's with my coupon. <laughs> <laughs> No coupon, no sale. Get out. (laughs) (sighs) Well,
1: All All right, right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And others. See you later. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances, and on Twitter at Disturbances. See you later!